Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Scott. I'm Shatay, and we're the Hazes. Welcome to the Love Haze podcast, where we believe that healing and wholeness are not destinations. That's right. We believe they're a journey, y'all. And here on the Love Haze, we talk about how to navigate through it. Listen, I don't know about y'all, but for us, life has been life and lately. Uh, Seems like at every turn, we are just pulled in a whole bunch of different directions, um, faced with difficult decisions, facing some disappointment, Mm -hmm. and uh, really just juggling really, really full plates. Yeah. Um, We want to talk today about how to take care of ourselves in the midst of it all. Mm-hmm. And when we're really just up against adulting, uh, here's the cliff notes. We don't know. <laughs> anyway, welcome to our black love journey. Let's get into it. Let it go. So Mrs. Hayes, mm-hmm. set us up. Mm-hmm. Where did this come from? Cause I'm tired. <laughs> that's, that's really the bottom line. You know, we, we've always said that, this podcast is as much for us as it is everybody else. Absolutely. And the last several episodes have really been in real time, the things that we are de- dealing with in our own personal mm-hmm. lives. And, you know, workplace trauma was what, 59, 60 was the whole conversation about family. And now here we are, 61, and I'm tired. And mm-hmm. it it's not, I've heard so many people, it's not just me. So I've heard other people and I've been like, Oh, how you been? And they've been like, I'm tired. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's been the response. And there's a lot to really process there. I've been thinking about lately, like part of it, it feels like for a lot of people we're in transition seasons. And so, mm-hmm. you know, for me, it's a work transition for some folks. It could be personal life transition, love relationship transitions, um, home transitions, purchasing homes. Um, but for, for me specifically like transition, it feels like for work, we are also building something. So it's, mm. it's like, it's difficult to, you have to spend the time when you're trying to build something, right? Yeah. But not only that, family cir- circumstances come up, not just celebrating your family on their birthdays and anniversaries and graduations and things and, you know, a transition loss, right? But then also like, you know, aging grandparents yeah. and like, how do you support them when you don't live in the same state? And then how do we take care of our physical bodies and try to wake up and meditate and work out and do be what your things. partner needs and then mm-hmm. be what you need. And it's exhausting. I think the the other part of that is I heard someone recently say, we are probably all still dealing with the fallout of the yeah. pandemic. Like how, how do we process just like such a major world change like that. And then wake up today and you talking about there's another strain in China that's supposed to be more deadly. Like how? I can't even wrap my head around, not to mention the devastation that happens in the news every single day. And I purposely Mm -hmm. don't watch the news because my heart just can't, for my own mental health, I can't take all of that. So you think about all of that and like, how are you supposed to wake up every day and be sane? Like, my goodness. But I mean, even um, in terms of transition, like transitioning back to what maybe was our normal before the pandemic. That's that's not happening. And so, I mean, even in terms of just like the podcast, like we had a lot of time during the podcast to film. During the pandemic, yeah. We we weren't going anywhere. Yeah, that's true. So we had so much time on like the weekends and, you know, after work because people weren't outside. And now... People back outside. I mean, to be honest, Atlanta was always outside, yes. but we weren't. 
outside mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people started podcasts and stuff like that or started some project in the midst of the pandemic yeah. that they really haven't been able to keep up with because now people back out living what I guess was their regular lives. But also people are trying to navigate like finding a new normal. So I don't know that we ever really go back to how things were pre-pandemic, but mm-hmm. like it was good to see the return of the Jazz Fest this weekend, more festivals coming back, but also it's more demands on our time. Um, me coming off the heels of like all the things that uh, I did with Mental Health Awareness Month, the things that we did with the podcast with Mental Health Awareness Month, and then uh, this month is Men's Health Month and oh. just things on things on things. And it is the midst of all of those, also pride, Mm -hmm. uh, all those transitions for graduates, for all the things that you mentioned. And then us being in the midst of trying to find, I think, this new normal outside of the pandemic, if it's over or coming to its end or whatever it is. Those are all very difficult things. And in the midst of that, you incorporate just regular adulting. Yeah. How are you supposed to do that? Yeah. And I didn't even mention our, like, we're still trying to make babies. So all of that mm-hmm. and fertility, the, you mentioned the, the festivals being back. I think it's great for the city. And also mm-hmm. we got invites to the festival and I was like, I just can't, I I cannot, I can't do it. <laughs> I don't want to be outside. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. It's hard for me to find time to talk to my mama these days because, you know, it just, if I'm feeling like also it's requiring more focus more energy for me to be focused on one thing, or I can't multitask the way that I thought I used to. So I could, you know, be thinking about a couple things at a certain time, but now it's like, I'm getting a slew of text messages about, you know, sorority things and group texts, friend, friend texts, and just all these things. And like a text from you about, you know, like, and I can't, I cannot even focus on that. And then what I'm doing, I have to like, I can't even respond to text messages until later in the day. Except I, mine. You respond to mine without a problem. <laughs> I do respond to his. <laughs> but everybody else, I'll be like, I can't do it. I don't even have the mental energy, the mental bandwidth to divide my time, be fully here mm-hmm. in this work thing, be here also. It's just, yeah, I think that's just where I am. Can you, what's been your experience of adulthood? Because I'm trying to think about, has it always been like this? It doesn't feel like it's always been like this. No. So I'm like, what? what is it? What's been your experience of adulthood versus like what you thought it would be? Or is this something new? Is it a condition of like the full total world? Um, just before I move on to that question, you're going to have to ask me that again because I, I got stuck somewhere. Where? Uh, just in just I, I personally am thinking about it. And y'all know we process out loud what people experience in silence. So we are really just processing this like right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, a part of our therapeutic journey for both of us has been like learning to be present. Mm. And I think in the midst of learning how to be present, you realize how many things that you've been doing. I realized how many things that I've been doing Mm -hmm. that were just like I was doing them, like Mm -hmm. things that I was marking off the list. That's good. But like going back and learning all of these mindfulness practices Mm -hmm. and learning how to be present when you are actually present for people and for situations and for things that you're involved in, you're much more effective in those spaces, but you're also like you're present. Mm -hmm. And so you're more mindful of like the things that you say yes to. Like, can I really go to this and be present for the people that I'm there with? Or would I just be showing up and be thinking about the next thing I have to do? So I think uh, for me right now, what I'm feeling in my spirit is just like, I'm 
I'm more mindful of the things that I say yes to, more present in the things that I agree to do, making sure that I show up fully as myself and give all of those things, the things that, you know, the whole me. Yeah. But that means I can't spread myself so thin anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, that, that came to mind. I'm sorry. What was your question? No, that was actually really good reflection and helpful Mm -hmm. for me. Like, what does it look like? I have been like, I want to just show up and be present for this thing, but being present for this thing means like I can't respond to a text message. Mm -hmm. I can't do these other things. And by the time I have given all of my energy to the things that I was present for that I've prioritized, it's like harder to, to, to do more. Mm -hmm. And, you know, part of me is like, well, is that, are we signing on to do too much? But it feels like more than that. Like you can say no to some things and get mm-hmm. some things off of our plates. And in my defense, I have, I've gotten some requests to write some articles and I've just been like, I can't, I don't have space for another thing. And it's also like some of these things are just ongoing and it's for, it's just the season for them. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I can say no to a couple of articles that will only take me like a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. but I'm doing that because I've got podcasts is like going on for the foreseeable future. Family stuff is going on for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. Uh, fertility journey is going on for the first, but it's in the background. It's not like mm-hmm. it always requires our immediate attention. It's like ongoing in the background and it'll be like, Oh, we got this invoice to pay this one thing today. And, oh, I got this other invoice that was unexpected. And, oh, I got this email. We had scheduled to do this thing, but now it's all wrong and my day is jacked up. And, you Mm -hmm. know, it's just like all of these tiny little problems that in the grand scheme of things, yeah, I was telling somebody recently, like, it's not, there's nothing bad happening. There are great things happening and I'm tired, (laughs) you know, you know? So the question I was asking was, is this, do you feel like adulthood has always been like this? Or is this what you thought adulthood would be? Or it's definitely not what I thought adulthood would be, but you know, I had some ideas around adulthood that involved me just kind of slipping and sliding and doing whatever I wanted to do. Freedom, right. Right. Mm -hmm. And so this, this mindfulness and this, um, leaning more into like the mental health space, even outside of what I do on a daily basis and like the development of this podcast, where we are in our personal journeys, um, including therapy and having to think through, you know, the decisions that I make, making sure that I'm mindful of my partner, making sure that I'm mindful of myself, things that I have, those things have not been in practice for me before. Yeah. You know, um, just like not considering like the consequences of my decisions before. And I, you know, with adulthood and making my own money, I didn't realize that it would be like this. And like, it's not a necessarily a bad thing. It's just a lot. It's heavy, but heavy, not in like a emotional heaviness. It's an energetic heaviness. Yeah. It's it just requires like, a lot from me. Okay. Give me a second. I need a quick little recharge and then I can address Mm -hmm. this other thing, you know? So, yeah, I don't, I thought adult, when I thought of adulthood, I just thought of freedom. Like I can make my own decisions. Can't nobody tell me what to do. I can go where I want to go. I can drive what I want to drive. Yeah. And it was that, but that comes with so much responsibility. It does. It's to the point where now I was talking to some friends and it was like, when did we become the real, like the adults? Like when, you know what I mean? That 
where we're starting to sort of take care of parents and grandparents and maybe even younger generations and children or nephews and nieces. Like when, when did we become, Hmm. who said it was okay for that to happen? (laughs) Find yourself fussing at somebody's kids randomly and you'd be like, wait, (laughs) wait, I just did that. I'm cheering going through. Why that baby ain't got no coat on? Why that baby still up? It's too late for that baby to be up. We need to go to sleep. Yeah, all of that. Like, what life just moves you on, doesn't it? Yeah, it doesn't does. it? Yeah. We the mm-hmm. old people in the club. Oh, I'm not at the club. I'm not going. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing going. that. I'm not we, doing that. We in the lounge yeah. that has turned into a club. I'm at a late dinner that a restaurant <laughs> has had a DJ. We're even at brunch. Like, why is the DJ so loud? <laughs> I can't even communicate my thoughts because the DJ so loud. I can't. I'm having to scream to you like, can I, excuse me, can you ask the DJ to turn the music down on this here? You're so Atlanta brunch. Like, is it so much, is it too much to ask to be able to have a conversation with my people for? Like, yes. <laughs> you came to a turn up brunch. You cannot. <laughs> Ain't no conversation. Yeah. I, I'm trying to sit here like, can I even recall another season of life that's felt this? training because i've always done a lot you know mm-hmm. always- what do you, what's what's the difference then even if you think about another season of life when things have maybe felt this draining like what, what there hasn't you- been a season of life where things have felt this draining and maybe what i'm processing is you know to your point being present i said it was an energetic heaviness i said it wasn't emotional heaviness because mm-hmm. it's not in this moment, but I think some of the things we have going on do carry an emotional heaviness with them so that for the most part, they're fine. But if I just sit in it or when there's bad days, mm-hmm. then that does, you know, that wears on you mm-hmm. in a way. And so maybe that's it. It's just like some of the things that we are dealing with do carry an emotional heaviness. So it's like regular responsibilities and, you know, the parts of life where they're just a little, a little harder to. So for for me, I definitely don't um, dismiss the emotional heaviness of mm-hmm. it. Like uh, other seasons in my life, I've, I've um, you know, it's really only been about what four years since I really started leaning into like understanding my emotions mm-hmm. and learning to like process through things rather mm-hmm. than just be reactive. Yeah. Um. So things being emotionally heavy are they definitely are. It puts me in a different space Yeah. to feel the things that I feel. And then for a long time, I just focused on like <clears throat> being able to identify the emotion associated with, you know, whatever I feel. Yeah. Uh, so there was a, a point where I believed that in my manhood, I, I was not supposed to feel these things. Like I needed to man up and not feel it, stuff it and just go on and be functional. And then I started learning to like, you know, it was unhealthy for me to stuff it. Mm. I needed to say the thing. And feel what it is that I feel. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, in the last two years, I've gotten into this season really where not only am I saying the thing and calling out the emotion, but I'm learning how not to let the emotion guide my next move. Yeah. And so there is like this pattern of growth that's been happening. But when you when you feel something and you identify and call it out for what it is, you then have to do something about it. And that that is a happiness, you know, because rather than medicating it, you know, with whatever, you know, my thing may be at the moment, I'm not medicating, medicating it. I'm calling it out, feeling what I feel and then making an appropriate choice that's healthy for my relationships and for the folks involved and having to consider, like, how is this going to impact 
me? How is it going to impact the people that I'm in relationship with? And that's definitely heavy. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Let's talk about the haze. And I'm sitting here thinking like, we can say, oh yeah, just take care of yourself, just self-care. But I think what we're talking about here is more than that. It's almost like when self-care might isn't enough. Mm-hmm. Something like, because we do things to take care of ourselves, but the adulting persists. It comes back even harder. So I can mm-hmm. name, for example, all the things that I do. Some can call it maintenance. Some can call it, I don't know, but all of them make me feel good in some way. So I get my nails in. Uh, hair done regularly. I go to acupuncture regularly. I get massages. I could go more. You know, I'm, I'm at least going a couple times a quarter now, whereas I'm, I'm aiming to go once a month. Um, when I get to have like really good meals with friends, you know, sit down and just mm-hmm. have a conversation that feeds my soul. So there are things that are I'm doing to take care of myself. And your girl's still tired, <laughs> you know? So like, what do you... That's, I guess, a haze. Like when self care isn't enough, is is a haze, and I think it's something that you don't necessarily anticipate, or we don't even know that can be a thing. You know, people are like, oh, just take care of yourself, have a self care, you know, check out for the day, get a day of rest, but or take the time off that you need. So, am I should I take the year off? Like, <laughs> help me understand what I should be doing. Um, and maybe that is it. Maybe I just, your girl needs FMLA and just be mm-hmm. off. You I, know? Mean, I would venture to say you need to sit your ass down somewhere. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, self-care sometimes for us can also look very active. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes you just need to sit down. Yeah. And, you know, I don't mind. Um, you fuss at me all the time about not sitting down. Because you don't. Um, but, you know, I, I have some issues. I have some work to do around being able to actually rest. Yeah. And so there is self-care that involves you like doing things to take care of yourself. And then there should be like our baseline health. Mm-hmm. Right. That involves like appropriate rest. Yeah. And so to me, I don't know if you can have a conversation about like the, the activity of self-care that still involves you not resting if you're not at baseline resting appropriately. Mm-hmm. And for both of us, I don't know that we rest as much as we should be. So there are all these things on our calendar to do, to grow the pot, to, you know, um, be there for friends and family and for ourselves and for work to transition and do all of these things. And a man, one of the things you said earlier said involved nothing about rest. Yeah. You know, Mm-hmm. And uh, we have to have that as a part of our whole health as well. You got to get the amount of rest that you need to be able to, you know, move and shake. You know, and it, if you don't, like, you'll mess around and your body will shut you down. So, That's real. And I'm thinking about well, we've had vacations. We've recharged. We've I've even had a moment where I had like a week, I think, to regroup. And it's it's enough for that moment. But then mm-hmm. you're, I'm back to being tired. So maybe the answer is more a sabbatical of some sort or, you know, extended period of time off. But to your point, even with that, it would just be the time off to not have to deal with one main area of focus because it's not even mm-hmm. a stressor. It's like I have to dedicate so much time and attention um, as a lead in, in leadership roles. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that just even eliminating that from a thing to be concerned about for a little while mm-hmm. probably could take could be really helpful. So maybe, I don't know. I don't know if that's the answer. We always carve out time to like 
do these things, but is actively doing things. Like you just took what you you took off like what two weeks? Yeah, I've been one of those weeks I was and this this is what I'm saying to you. Yeah. Like one week you spent like doing all things like love hate stuff. And I was then, in Texas also. And, and then you were in Texas taking care of family stuff, but yeah. it was still like active. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Active labor of some sort. And it, it can be a labor of love still, things that you enjoy, but it is still not like sitting down and doing nothing. And that's honestly hard for me. Like mm-hmm. even what was that last Saturday when I wasn't feeling well and I stayed in my robe mm-hmm. all day and I was like, okay, I had to give myself permission to do that. Cause mm-hmm. in the back of my mind, I was like, well, while I'm laying here, it could be creating some social media graphics or, <laughs> you know what I mean? So even, yeah, that when there's so much to do, it's kind of like, do, do I have the time to be just laying here? Yeah, you. But that that's it though. You got to give yourself permission to just be like doing nothing. Mm. Um, and for me, it's just like my body will shut me down. Yeah, you know, and I don't. I don't want my body to have to quit on me before I give my body what it what it needs. Like even in you know with working out and all that stuff, and we started these affirmations that we've been doing for a while. And I'll, I'll do them every day. I think you probably do them more often than I do. But it's just like this idea of to like. I'm good to my body and my body is good to me. Mm-hmm. Like I feed my body good things. Mm-hmm. I give my body appropriate rest. I do all of those things, but you got to be telling the truth yeah. when you say that. And yeah. so if I say I give my body appropriate rest then I'm I'm not telling the truth. Right. But I, I want to do better with that. And a part of that is just being able to sit down. Mm. I hear that. I hear you. How do we navigate it? <laughs> um, I think that you encourage yourself. Mm. Um, to be always on the journey of like finding better ways to do better by your body and by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it also like giving yourself the pushback uh, of like calling out when you're not doing right by your body and, you know, mm-hmm. by taking care of yourself. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's a key thing for me. Right. And, Again, thinking about it right now, there is self-care and then there is taking care of myself. Yeah. Right. And taking care of myself at baseline is like eating right, getting enough rest, all of those things. And then when I do those things, I go out and I give my job and the pod and all these other things the best of me. There is also then incorporating self-care. But number one, I have to take care of myself at baseline so I can show up and be the best me that I can be. And then we can incorporate self-care in that. Um, but, you know, that that is how to navigate it for me. And I'm, I'm having to actively learn how to how to do that, how to take better care of myself. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I don't know what I think. <laughs> <laughs> just I'm still trying to figure it out. How do you navigate it? Yeah. I mean, to your point, just keep trying. Keep keep. Keep reminding myself of it. Keep taking the moments. Keep setting boundaries with myself, uh, even when I break them. Or I think for me, the the work is really around the self talk when I'm resting. So I I have I don't have a problem taking the day when it's like okay Sunday. That's the that's the day that I was taught for it to be a day of right. rest, so we can mm-hmm. go to church or watch it on TV. I mean, watch it on watch it live. And then I can sit down all day because that mm-hmm. is what you do on Sundays. I don't have a problem with that. But if it's another day, a day when we should be 
producing something, then that's where the problem, you know, I have more problems. Yeah, take out that should be. Exactly. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. So that's what I'm saying. That's me trying to navigate it is Mm -hmm. unlearning some things, being okay with sitting down, not being productive on a weekday, let's say, Mm -hmm. for example, and learning how to be okay with that. And that's, that's, that's probably just going to take me some time. Yeah. Same. It's going to take me some time. Yeah. Um, it, it is uh work that needs to be done, work that has to be done. Yeah. If I'm going to keep showing up in all of these spaces and being the very best that I can do. Yeah. Uh, because I'll spend the rest of the time, like beating myself up about not being productive enough, yeah. um, not giving myself enough grace and then therefore not giving anybody else any grace because I work this hard. So surely you can, mm-hmm. you know, so just got to do better with giving ourselves permission to take care of ourselves and have the self-care aspect mm-hmm. and um, just be figuring out like all these transitions of adulting yeah, and adulting in a different way. Cause the way that I saw uh, people before me adult wasn't necessarily healthy for them. Yeah, There are things that I know that I wanted to do better, but you know, you know, I'm all about ebbs and flows and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, erring and correcting. Mm-hmm. And I see some things that I need to correct. And I just need to get about the business of giving myself permission to make the corrections as they need to be made. Yeah. And not be, you know, exhausted by doing so and not be like tired in doing so. Just always giving myself permission to, to be a student of um, even of myself. Like this is I'm learning me anew. Yeah. Um, in this uh, post-pandemic, in the midst of all these other transitions, in the midst of everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is an adequate amount of anxiety. Like, what if we, like, my job is getting ready to um, go into a mask optional policy mm-hmm. next week. And I have so much anxiety about being in this one morning group that we have where everybody's in there, like 60 some odd people plus the staff. Everybody going to be in there breathing each other air. (laughs) And I'm like, how long before somebody got to be it? (laughs) But, you know, that is a real life concern that I have as an adult of what I'm going to do if, like, pandemic circles back around or if somebody gets COVID and I bring it home to my wife who's getting ready to start a new gig and all of those things. Mm-hmm. Like I give myself grace for those things and learning how to exist in the world where, you know, people aren't wearing masks. But know? I mean, to your point earlier, we live in Atlanta and Georgia mm-hmm. and it's been like that. So yeah. it's not, it's not anything new. It's just new in this, in this instance. And maybe mm-hmm. you're realizing that that gave you more comfort than you mm-hmm. you had more than i thought yeah more than you thought i'm over here thinking about um also beyonce took that year off she was just like i ain't taking no gigs and then she just came back so i'm like yeah. how can i take a year off i would love a sabbatical let me figure right. out how to make that happen where i could just read books and watch documentaries and just get inspired and research things i want you to figure out how to make that happen so we <laughs> <laughs> Read books. My <laughs> wife is rich, son. You're not gonna read no books, sir. Child, you don't know what I might do. <laughs> Anyways, any other last thoughts on when regular self care is not enough? Because adulting be, because life be like. Hmm? Um, I think that it is just it. It needs to be a part of our routine. Yeah. To uh, at baseline, take care of ourselves. Maybe we mm-hmm. should just be each other's accountability partner. You, I can do that. 
you help me to set down somewhere and I will I will try. We gotta do an episode on how you be talking to me. <laughs> you be talking real tough to me. It ain't real like yeah, Scott, hey, can you please sit down somewhere? <laughs> you talking to me like you're my mama or something. Like, I don't like it. I don't say that to you. And then I'm also anti-authority, so I don't like the way it feels. Mm-hmm. So then I'm going to do the opposite of what you said. Mm-hmm. But I'm in therapy and dealing with my own mm-hmm. you know, anti-authority issues. Good luck to her. God bless, bless her and all the things that she's working on. You're not going to do me at the end of these episodes. <laughs> that's, that's what's not going to happen right now. What's the next segment, please? Um... What's the music for the moment? Thank you. What does this moment feel like? You know, this kind of happened by chance when I was already feeling how I was feeling. And I had put on one of my daily mixes on Spotify Mm -hmm. and Solange came on. And at at the time I was like, you know, asking you about her second album versus her first Mm -hmm. album. And we were kind of talking about this episode. And I was like, oh, cue Solange, Borderline, and Ode to Self-Care. Of course this is the song for today. Um, you know, she has some lines in there. I know I'm tired. I know you're tired. I'm mm-hmm. tired. You know, um, let's take an intermission. Just, I don't know if that's what she intended the song, the meaning to be, but my interpretation, mm-hmm. it just, it feels good. It's got a nice jazzy track to it. Yeah. Uh, I think Q-Tip is on it in some way, but that's it. An Ode yeah. to Self-Care. Yeah, I was gonna leave my song out, but I'm including it anyway. What? This is money bag, yo. I got time today. Why, why is that the song, sir? Because I just looked at my wrist. I got time today. I got time for me. Oh, okay. People is crossing the line today. <laughs> you let folks and you let things like take up all your time and will. Yeah. I just looked at my wrist. I got time for me today. I mm. got time to take care of myself today. I hear that. Make time. Make it. Yes, sir. Really. Thank you. Well, we will add those to the Music for the Moment playlist on Spotify. You can take a look at all the links in our description to check out all the resources we share here, including the music. And with that, we invite you to like, follow, subscribe, rate, do all the things wherever you are listening to this episode from, whether it be YouTube or Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeart radio i don't know we're all the places yeah. even uh, if you're streaming from our website thelovehaze.co we thank you for tuning in and we again would love for you to engage with with the conversations let us know what you want us to unpack and then again like follow subscribe yep yeah. and like we always say life is gone life life will always present you with a haze but we have everything that we need within us to navigate through it absolutely and of course you're not alone Mm-mm. uh join us Uh, continue to join us and we're going to take the journey together. We appreciate y'all. We out. Peace. Gio.